Last week, we kicked off this holiday literacy idea series, and I shared three ideas all connected to literacy that you could do with your students to help keep the energy, the morale, and student participation at an all-time high as we head into winter break. Today, we are continuing on with three more ideas of keeping your students focused on their reading and writing skills while having fun. So let's dive right in. Welcome to The Literacy Dive, a podcast for teachers who want to take a deeper dive into all things reading and writing. I'm your host, Megan Polk. My number one passion is, you guessed it, all things literacy and supporting teachers like you. Join me each week to learn teacher tips and actionable step-by-step strategies to help you grow as an educator. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back. I hope that you were able to check out the episode from last week. And last week, I shared how you could use holiday ads and sales papers, choice boards, and illustrating winter scenes to support your literacy standards and needs as we inch closer to winter break. Did you try any of them? You'll have to let me know if you did, because I love hearing how your students are doing, especially when trying new activities. So I am pumped about today's literacy ideas, and I'm just going to jump right in because I know that you're probably ready to hear them. They are easy to implement, so let's get started. Idea number one is to listen to holiday music or instrumental seasonal songs. So for this, you're going to choose popular holiday songs or you're going to explore tunes from other countries. And these songs can include words or they can be instrumentals. That really doesn't matter, but I love to do both. So I would highly recommend that you try to offer both choices to your students if you do this activity. You're going to have students visualize what they see, what they hear, what they feel is happening based off of the tune, the mode, the tone, and possibly the words from the lyrics. You're going to give your students a half sheet of paper and you're going to let kids illustrate for the duration of that song. If it's a short song, I like to repeat that song two times at minimum. If it's a little bit, if it's shorter, like one or two minutes, you could even repeat that three times to give them a solid five or six minutes of drawing time. It's so important, not that the kids are drawing, but that they have an opportunity to share what they're illustrating. So after they are done drawing, you're gonna want your kids to share their illustrations and explain why they drew what they did. Share time in this sense can look a lot of different ways. You can have students share in front of the whole class where they're coming up and they're showing their image and then they're explaining what they did. Or you can have them turn and talk where they would just turn to a shoulder buddy or a face buddy and maybe share with at least one other person and get to explain what they drew. Or you can have kids mix and mingle where they are going to walk around and when you stop the music, whoever they're in front of or whatever little group they're in front of, that little two or three group of students can be able to share with each other with what they drew and explain why they drew it. This activity is not meant to take a long time in terms of the explanation, but it's really important that they can share what they drew because it's going to allow other kids to see other perspectives, and you're probably going to see some other perspectives that you did not think of yourself. Now, while they're doing this, I would encourage you to take part in it. It's super fun. And when the kids can see you participating, it really, really wants to make them participate as well. 
So what are you going to do with these illustrations? Well, you can hang these up for holiday cheer and let the kids take them home when it's closer to break. These illustrations would make a really great non-religious holiday card or it can make a great gift that parents may want to laminate or put into a photo frame and they can be able to keep it with their families. If you have additional time, you could even send home a little strip of paper that lists the song name that they drew this visualization from. But that's not something you have to do, but it's just a nice touch if you do decide to send it home as a gift. The second idea is partner reading and writing. Now for this, you're going to be able to read holiday short stories to your students, or you can allow the stories and picture books to be accessible by students individually or in pairs. Not only are they going to listen to or read a story on their own, but they're going to have a chance to continue it. I like telling them, this is the end of the book according to the author, but we are going to really continue the story. And they will get to think about what could happen next, and they're going to give it a fun, creative ending. And the endings can be placed right in the back of the book so that when a new student goes to read it, They'll get to read the end of the author's book, but also they'll get to read that extension that one of their classmates did too. It is pretty exciting to be able to read all of these new endings aloud whole group. So if you have a few extra minutes, you can definitely pull a book off the shelf and read that extended ending that one of your students made for the book. And you can just enjoy that with your students as well. This particular activity really practices that reading and writing focus, and so it's really great before kids go back to break because they are now practicing both of those things. You may already have a collection of holiday books from the previous years, and so as every year goes on, you might buy that Scholastic book or you might be gifted holiday books, and so pull those out. But if you do not have holiday books, go to your local library. If you visit your library and you check out some of those books, that will do the job just fine. But if you don't have a local library nearby or if there are not a lot of holiday books, you could also find books or stories, authors that are reading their books on YouTube, or you could use different websites to read holiday stories that way. And then kids would still extend the story on a piece of paper and we could just write the title of the book and where the kids can read that story, whether it's online or YouTube. And then they can still read the end of the story that way. So there are lots of ideas and ways to get these holiday books into the hands of your students. Sometimes it just requires you to get creative. And if you have a partner teacher or another teacher in a grade level or a classroom, someone in your school has holiday books and just ask to borrow a few and get those into the hands of your students. This last idea in this part two of this three-part series of the holiday literacy ideas is writing center posters. This literacy center idea is truly evergreen, but for the holiday time, students can actually focus on different genres of writing that are specifically connected to winter or the actual holiday that's coming up. So in this writing center set, there are different genres like narrative, books, journals, poems, stories, cards, postcards, but there's also genres like lists and recipes and letter writing. There are three or four main genres that I like to highlight with students in this Literacy Center, although the others can totally be explored. But the first one that I like to really touch on is lists. A lot of the kids don't really make lists every single day. We have them make stories and narratives and they're writing expository pieces, but they're not really focusing on list making. But list making is great for this specific holiday. 
So kids can make lists of holiday activities that they enjoy with their families or friends. They can make a Christmas list. They can make their holiday meal list and maybe what they need to get from the grocery store to make that meal. They can make a list of the different friends and family members that they have to shop for. So you can easily think of leaving it open for them to make lists for whatever they feel like they need to make lists for, but you can offer them those ideas and allow them the process of practicing list building. The second genre is recipes. Now, this is definitely a genre that does exist, but I know that it is not on anyone's standards and no one is really having a whole unit on recipes. But there are so many benefits of recipes within it. They're using bullets to write down their ingredients. They are using transition words to list the steps and the order that you have to take to make this correct. So I really love any time that I can have students build a recipe. So it's very simple. They can make a recipe that highlights how to make their favorite holiday meal. They're going to list the steps using transition words. They can research popular holiday meals around the world. And so this is actually kind of fun for your kids that love to research. They can go to another country. They can specifically research the different meals that are made or that are eaten during the holiday, and then they can be able to write that recipe for it. And look, I love creativity. They can get creative and make up their own holiday meal, a new holiday cookie, a new holiday drink, and they can explain how to actually make whatever it is in case someone else is interested and wants to give it a try. The third or third and fourth genre that I really like to highlight is letter writing or card making. So your students here can be able to make holiday or they can make non-religious, just winter cards for family, friends, or I like to do a step further and do it for people in the community. So at this time of year, there are nursing homes, there are hospitals, there are public service and frontline workers that would love to receive cards and letters. And when they come from kids, it really just warms their hearts. So don't underestimate the joy that these cards and letters will bring to other people. And you can simply let your students know who these cards are going for. They can specifically make these letters and cards for these individuals, and then you can be able to deliver them during the break, take a photo with you with them, and oftentimes these different institutions of people will actually write a letter back, and it's so fun for kids to be able to see how their writing touched someone's life. When kids can explore a variety of types of writing, it really brings about authenticity and purpose to that specific writing. You may have seen the complete set on social media by way of one particular genre poster and the writing paper that matches it, but if you haven't, be sure to head to the show notes because I'm going to be linking this specific resource there, which is great for any specific holiday, but it's also great for all times of the school year, making it evergreen. To recap, you can listen to holiday music and visualize the scene, whatever is being seen when you hear the music, let your students write that. You can offer your students an opportunity to do partner reading, but then to follow it up with partner writing, with exploring these holiday books, and then allowing them to continue the story in a really interesting and creative way. You can also let your students dive into your writing center by exploring all of these different genres, but specifically allowing them the chance to make lists, to write cards and letters, and also to create different recipes. I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode, and if you have not left a rating or review of this podcast, I would be so grateful if you did. Ratings and reviews help people to find this show, and it helps them to just get a glimpse of what they can expect if they were to tune in to an episode, 
And it just really gives them a way to know what I discuss and the ways that it helps you. So if you have not left one, I'd be so grateful if you did that. And I thank you in advance. Another way that you can support this show is to share it. Maybe you have a coworker or a friend who could benefit from the tips that are shared here. Maybe you have a favorite episode that really impacted your life or changed the way that your students are viewing literacy. I would love to see it, and I know that others would too. So take a screenshot of it or use the share button and help me spread the word about this podcast to other people. I am so grateful for you, my audience, and I look forward to even more ways that I can serve you in 2022. I will be back next week wrapping up the series, and I am bringing you even more literacy activities and ideas to get you through to this break. Make sure to join me back here on Monday, and let's finish this year out strong. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Come hang out with me over on Instagram, at The Literacy Dive. I would love to hear from you in my DMs. If you are enjoying this podcast, be sure to hit that follow button and share this with a friend. I'll catch you in the next episode.